This is the Waste Up Wardrobe yearly wrap-up. Want to know what we discussed for the last 51 episodes on Waste Up Wardrobe so that you can have a table of contents of the entire Waste Up Wardrobe full year? Well, you got to stick around because I'm going to give you a whole year in review in just a minute. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Welcome, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for episode 52 of Waste Up Wardrobe. Now, this is a celebration for uh, Waste Up Wardrobe, a whole full year of uh, recording episodes on how to show up successfully when you're when you're on your online presence and in your virtual office. So we are going to take you today through the 52, 51 episodes that we've done to date and really give you a table of contents of what we've covered in the last year as we've really built up this podcast and really started tried to create um, a place where professionals, entrepreneurs, people who are always uh, working from their virtual office can come and find tips and takeaways that put them right into action so they can show up very successfully on camera. So first of all, I want to thank my producer, Rick Moscoso, who has been the wind, the wings behind the the wind behind the wings of the show, who has really helped make this show go round. I mean, all the technology, all the, you know, everything that really makes this, this, the show um, go is, is really dedicated to him. So thank you, Rick, for doing that. And I want to say thank you for the, uh, to the audience, because you guys are the ones who really kept us coming back week after week and sticking to this program, this consistent program of a, of a full year of waste up wardrobe, but we're not going away after episode 52 because there's so much more goodness. I have to bring you the next year. So let me also remind you that we're on iTunes. So go there, subscribe, review us, rate us, you can find us on Facebook and um, Instagram. So please uh, rate us and review us and subscribe to us. And remember, this is a dialogue. We want your feedback. So put some love in the in the in the in the feed here. Let's talk about what uh, what are the ideas and what are the things that really helped each person elevate they, their uh, their office, their virtual office. And I wanted to just start by saying that in fifty two episodes. We have offered everything, everything really that, that goes into elevating your business style, your business presence in the Zoom box, right? But not only it had, it wasn't only about the wardrobe. It was about everything that goes on into showing up on brand and successfully 
on camera. So we had various categories that we covered. We covered your visual presence, of course, that is everything that goes into the camera. We covered your mental presence with the whole mindset series and more. We covered emotional presence. How do you show up so that the person on the other side of the camera sees your confidence come through, uh, knows that you are not too tired to talk to them and your entrepreneurial presence. So there is these four categories that we really covered that's that really shows that this is not just about the clothes. It's not just about the wardrobe. And we also covered what happens outside of the Zoom box and how messy it can be um, outside of the Zoom box, right? We are dedicated to showing up on this camera lens looking very professional because you know, we have to put our best face forward. But the reality is there's a lot of reality that happens behind the scenes. And I'm going to ask Rick to just come up and, and kind of give his um, input on that because it is messy outside of the Zoom box. So Rick, what do you think about, you know, how we covered everything goes into the Zoom box, but also how messy it gets to be outside of it? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good point. And I like how you categorized everything because there's a lot to consider. Yeah. Um, um, when you when you are live streaming, when you are podcasting, and and there's a lot of things that you've talked about on on this show over the last year that I know a lot of people really don't even don't even think about that it even applies to them. I mean, there was some subject matter that uh, even though I'm sitting in the studio most of the time, I I hear every episode. Obviously, I see every guest, and it was so enlightening and helpful to hear some of the some of the topics that these uh, oh. guests uh, presented and I didn't even think about how that could apply to how I apply myself when I'm speaking to my virtual audience and so it's it, it's been very enlightening it's very informational and it's very important if you're going to be doing this on a regular basis Exactly. And we even covered an episode where we were talking about the transition into a traditional working world where we're kind of moving out of the virtual um, online pre presence at, when you're working. But the reality is that the virtual world and the virtual way of working is not going away. Uh, there's going to be hybrid situations and there's going to be instances where some companies are going to go completely virtual. And so it's really important to always be thinking about this part of your work. So which I thought, you know, you know, when we first started Waste Up Wardrobe, we're like, well, is this going to be timeless? And honestly, I think it's very 21st century, actually, right? Yeah, I, because of the way you've structured the show and the ideas and thoughts, um, I, I think our main goal I, it w was to make it so it was timeless, so it could be mm -hmm. an evergreen production uh, that could apply no matter, you know, if it's if it's next year or the year after or the year after that. And so a lot of the principles that we've you've talked about over the uh, over the last year will can apply for quite a long time. Exactly. And that was the ultimate goal. And we have these four categories of topics that we talked about that emotional presence, the mental presence, entrepreneurial presence, and of course, your visual presence that goes without saying that's something we're going to do. And every one of our episodes fell into one of these categories. Yeah. So let me go ahead and get started because I'm going to do a full table of contents so that you can see the course that we took. And if you, this is actually going to be an episode where it's going to be a really great place to start. If you become, you, if you start using your visual, your virtual office a lot and long-term, this is a great 
episode to watch and kind of go through because I'm going to cover every topic we talked about and touch on it very briefly. And that way you can go, if there's one topic that you think really applies to you or you really want to learn more about, then you can go and select it from uh, the, the podcast library and listen to that only. So we started with episode one, which was our Zoopers episode. What does Zoopers mean? Well, that's the cross between uh, a blooper and being on camera, you know, being on Zoom. So you're Zoopers. And we talked about how, you know, people weren't used to being on camera. So odd things would happen. People would show up in their bathroom. They would have their beds unmade in the back. They would undress in front of the, the camera, not really realizing or being aware that they are actually visually on camera. So we really wanted to set that foundation that you need to think and be aware of your surroundings. And we gave a lot of tips of how to, you know, guard against um, getting interrupted on Zoom. Then we moved into the colors to wear on camera, which was really important as a personal style expert. That was one of the key things that people expect from me to instruct on. And we talked about what are what is a really sure way to know how to show up on camera when it comes to what you wear? We talked about the universally flattering colors, and those are those saturated jewel tones, the blues, like on my mannequin here, um, you know, a great red that is a deep, rich blue red, as opposed to an orange red, uh, you know, the greens, the, like the emerald greens, and and the eggplant colors, those are universally flattering colors and they look good on all skin tones. And that was a really great tip to take away. And also further was that staying away from black and white for various reasons, but go back and listen to that episode because that actually uh, is a really key episode when you're showing up visually on camera. Then we talked about lighting and that's when Rick chimed in and really gave us the design of, of lighting and people get a little overwhelmed by it because I'll tell you, lighting is so important. You don't want to be left in the dark. You don't want to look like you're in the witness protection program, this like dark silhouette on camera. You want people to see you, that you want them to see your expressions. You want them to see you talk to them and look through the lens at them. So lighting is really important. And, you know, it can be complicated because I think lighting design is one of those really important things that can make you show up in your best light, but it's also really tricky. So one of the simplest ways to elevate your lighting and to just start is to invest in a front light situation. So like a, a front lighting item, uh, you know, there's so it, it can be very uh, sophisticated, your lighting. And we've discussed that on episode three about lighting. But, you know, if you just need to start, think about a ring light or an Elgato light that can just light you up from the front. Then we went into accessorizing for the camera. And the key thing to remember with accessories is that you want to make sure they're not distracting so that people aren't listening to what you're saying. They're distracted by it. So big shiny jewelry that reflects off of the camera, not so much. Uh, jewelry that jingles, not a good idea because that will distract your viewer. Then we quickly went into episode five, which was about makeup for the camera. And the key thing to remember with makeup is that you want to make sure that you wear a little bit more makeup on camera than you would in everyday life. Because the camera has an interesting way of changing the way we, we show up. And um, your regular makeup would probably be too faint. You want to accentuate those features. You want to put eyeliner and, and lashes and some blush and lipstick and you're all set, but you do need to go a little bit more than you would go on a regular day. 
which then brought us to episode six about set design. And that one, I am so, that is one of the most important pieces to me. I feel as though with your set, with the background that you're sitting up against, if you don't style that so that it's on brand, you're totally missing an opportunity. Uh, you can be talking to your brand, to your audience with your set. It could be a billboard for your brand. So if you don't style it so that aligns with your brand, so that creates a conversation piece or says something about you, then you're really missing this opportunity. So because I felt it was so important, I dedicated and I created a whole product um, around set design where I actually... Um, I, I, I go through it step by step with my client and I design their set. And uh, this is where my interior design certification came in really handy. And I was able to create these sets that really you know, spoke the client's brand. And we're going to go ahead and in the comments, we're going to put the, 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 the link to wasteupwardrobe.com where you can actually look for this product and explore it and learn more about it. But it is so important to design the set so that aligns your brand. Then we went into hair. Okay, I had people during working from home going, do I really need to color my hair? Do I really need to groom it? Can I just put it up in a ponytail? And the reality is, well, you can, you can do all that, but are you showing up professionally if you do that? And the answer is, you know, no, you have to really groom your hair when you're on camera talking to your, your audience, whether it be a client or a team member or a boss, right? You you do want to make sure that you groom it just as you would if you stepped out of your house. So uh, just throwing up in a bun or in a ponytail without thinking is probably not a good idea. Then we went into skincare. And I intentionally wanted to cover skincare because I truly believe that uh, you know, it's not just about the superficial part. That's sort of a value with Waste Up Wardrobe and Jade for All Seasons is that, you know, we work on the outside as a tool, but we really use it to uplevel the inside. So it's really important for me as a personal style expert when working with clients to elevate everything inside out and outside in. And your skincare is your healthcare. So we covered all these amazing products that are, you know, pretty basic that you can use to really enhance your skin and ideas and tips of why maybe certain things happen with the skin, because that is your foundation for applying your makeup. So remember, skincare is also important because it's your health care and it shows on camera. Then we cover technology and technology, man, that is really also, I mean, everything seems important, you know, but there are layers, of course. Technology is really important because you want to make sure that you even if you're not tech savvy, that you're coming off as professionally tech savvy, right? So one of the most important things to remember with technology is your connection. You never want to lose your connection with your audience if you're about to make a pitch or about to convert a client or about to ask a boss for a raise, right? So you want to make sure that that connection is solid. And the sure way to do that would be to, to be hardwired right into your router with an Ethernet. And Rick shed a lot of light on that. And it was really an informative session. Then we went into your physical, the physical, um, a physical category where we talked about yoga, yoga moves for when you're stuck at your desk. And we had an amazing expert, Angie Sue, who 
really has dedicated her work to really helping people feel better. And she is, uh, she is not, she's like a master yoga instructor. She's not just, you know, somebody who decided to do this on this as a side job. So she had really valuable information to give us. And she gave us all these tips of how to um, stay limber when you're stuck at your desk for hours, live streaming. Then we went into Hair for Women of Color. That was an episode that was so highly watched. And it came to me because there was demand for it. Because women of color have different challenges with their hair. And they really want to have ideas of how to show up differently and um, and very professionally on camera. So we covered that. And we went right into episode 12 on color theory, which is very closely linked to what to wear on camera in terms of color. But what color theory did, that episode with Jen uh, Thoden, is that it showed us the colors that actually are best for our different skin types. So it got a little bit more detailed and more specific. And um, and Jen is a force in the color theory um, area of styling. And she really gave us a lot of great tips. And then we talked about Zoom gloom because we're always on, on Zoom. And you know what? It can emotionally affect us. And it could bring us down to be staring at a camera as opposed to talking to a human all day. And uh, we got some great tips again on Zoom Gloom. And then we were joined in episode 14 by the amazing PK Odell, who talked to us about feng shui when it comes to your virtual office. Not only about how to place things in your office, but the colors that will make you show up in different ways that will resonate with you, that show you more powerful, more strong, more confident on camera. And then we had this whole section and series on entrepreneurial, the entrepreneurial category, where we talk about video making. And we had the um, creators of the Video Traction Lab, uh, Jamie and Steve Geffner, who got on here and really talked to us about what it means uh, to use um, video when you're marketing yourself as an entrepreneur. And, you know, they have that video traction lab and they are really helping entrepreneurs dominate every single day um, and get their message out there, which took us very, very well into camera confidence with Molly Mahoney, who I love so much. Molly Mahoney is a genius when it comes to going live and monetizing from it. And she gave us amazing tips tips on how to prep for the camera and what to do to stay, you know, to stay confident on camera. And her biggest takeaway in that show was the idea is you want to come off as authentic, right? And you want to just be yourself. Uh, and, and that is one of the things that I learn from Molly every single day. And, um, she's a great example of that. And then we went into, you know, homemade videos, something that I use a lot. And homemade videos have their place, right? Because sometimes you just want to reach out to a client and you want to video text them or you want to reach out to a friend and just send them a quick text video text. And I can't tell you how much that has helped my business elevate my business because people get really excited when they see your face in their, uh, in their text message box. So that was another tool that we discussed how to use it and when is it it's appropriate to use it. A little bit more of an informal way of showing up, but definitely a key way to show up authentically and be stay in touch with people you want to stay in touch with when you can't really connect with them directly. And then we spoke uh, with Andrea Hoffer about interviewing 
on camera. So that was a really important uh, conversation for entrepreneurs who are taking on an interview for the camera or interviewing somebody for the camera. When you interview, you're connecting, right? You have to connect. Otherwise, how are you actually going to get the interviewee to really want to hire you? You need to create an, a, a rapport. And that's something we talked about. And what are the key things to do? And it was so funny because this ties in a little bit with one of the episodes we did on body language, where she said that most people, when they're interviewing, forget to smile on camera. And that is really important. It's a really important way to connect. So remember, if you take away nothing else from that, remember when you're on camera, whether you're interviewing or not, smiling is really a good way to build rapport. And then we talked about Zoom room etiquette, which really every episode in this uh, podcast is, de is dedicated to Zoom etiquette, what to do and what not to do. And we wrapped up 20 episodes at that point with going into Thanksgiving with the attitude of gratitude. And what I loved about that episode is that we got to talk to different entrepreneurs about how they show gratitude when they're so far apart geographically. And we had some amazing entrepreneurs come on and give ideas of tips of how they do that with their customer base. And episode 20, um, 23 was one of my favorites. Actually, oh, sorry, excuse me. Episode 21 was one of my favorites with body language. That one was amazing with uh, Kara Gradine, who really is a body language expert and um, told us, reiterate the idea of smiling. She also said that people trust you. They want to see your hands. That's the first thing they're looking for. And I thought it was the eyes all this time, right? But it's really the hands because they want to see what your hands are doing to be able to trust you, which I thought was so interesting. She talked about, you know, the way to sit, what to do, um, things that you say. So that is an episode where I think people should go back and listen to it over and over again. I learned so much from that episode. And, um, Following the episode, we talked about, um, in episode 22, we talked about dress code, the spectrum of dress code. And I'll tell you that the dress code has definitely changed over the course of working from home for a year because people now are a little bit more relaxed, they're a little bit more casual. And you're going to find that now as we transition into the traditional working world, that some companies are actually relaxing with some of their dress codes because they're finding that people are a little bit more comfortable. And when they're more comfortable, they're a little bit more productive. And we talked about the varying levels of dress code and that some professions really will probably never um, go casual, like, you know, being in a courtroom as an attorney. So that was a really interesting um, episode as well. And very related to Zoom gloom was Zoom fatigue. And um, we had a conversation with a digital expert, somebody who is in digital technology every single day, who uses Zoom every single day, even before um, the time when, you know, all, you know, everybody went into um, online working. And she discussed that, you know, Zoom fatigue is a real thing and that there are definitely ways to guard against it. And so she gave us a lot of great tips on that. And then episode 24 was my very own husband who I got to interview, John Vartanen, who is um, a dentist. Um, and he talked to us about 
your smile. And because body language informs us to really need to smile on camera, your smile is important. So brush those teeth and take care of them because again, dental care is healthcare. And episode 25 was sort of our midway point where I rounded everything up um, and really isolated those where to start. If you just needed to start somewhere, the three building blocks of Waste Up Wardrobe are what to wear on camera, the lighting you need for the camera, and uh, your technology. And those three things are so important um, that, oh, and your set, excuse me. So it was lighting, it was your set, and it was what to wear on camera. Technology comes in later into the six building blocks. But those three building blocks, if you're going to do nothing else, you need to design your set. You need to pay attention to your lighting, and it would be really productive to watch what you wear on camera so that you come on, so people can listen to your message and focus on your message. And we rounded that up in episode 25. So if you want to know where to start, uh, you're motivated to start, go to episode 25 on the three foundational building blocks for, for building a great foundational virtual office. And at this point, we're midway. I wanted to bring Rick up uh, for a second because I want his perspective on all these 25 episodes that we've covered up until midway of the Waste Up Wardrobe podcast. And, uh, you know, specifically what his uh, take is on those first 25. Oh, those are those episodes that you went over were great because like uh, some of the things I even think about when you talked about... um, Angie with the uh, um, yoga moves, yoga, yoga moves. It was, I found myself, I, I found myself doing that in uh, while I was watching the episode and it's like, Oh my God, it's so relaxing. And it's like, just kind of puts you in a really good mindset. Um, you know, when, when you're in front of the camera and you know, I'm in front of the camera a lot with clients yeah. or, or myself producing different shows, but uh the way you feel physically really mm-hmm. translates how you present yourself, whether it's you're just talking to a client, you're talking to a friend, uh, and especially if you are uh, live streaming about your business. And so that was one of uh, the episodes that really, um, you know, I re- resonated with me. So that was good. Yeah. And the body language episode, that was another yeah. really good one, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I think well, she was so informative. Yeah, uh, well, especially since we're only in this rectangle here, you you know, the only thing that you can really inflect with is your face and your hands, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you can read that. You you think you might not be able to read it, but you can, you can, you can certainly read that when you're on screen. So that those two episodes alone just were were things that you normally, I mean, most people that are new to this really don't think about it, and uh, I found that really really informative going through that. So, uh, you know, just about every one of these um, episodes that you talked about so far, you know, if, if, if you're a new viewer or if you um, only caught a couple of these episodes, just kind of go back and go through the uh, table of contents of the, of the waste up wardrobe and, and take a look at these because they're definitely worth the watch. You'll learn something from each and every one of them. And uh, I know we, we have, half the season more to go, right, yeah. uh, in review. But uh, these are just some great examples of uh, how you can learn and improve yourself when you're in front of the camera. 
Yeah, and, and the and the the quality of the experts that came onto this show was really it makes me feel so happy because I feel so honored that they made the time to come on the show to help our audience. And it's true, you know, the thing is like people just they need some guidance, and it and even though some of the things might seem commonsensical, they you know when you're trying to put a whole production together. Sometimes having a checklist or a guide, which I think this show, especially this one, this 50, episode fifty-two, can actually work as a checklist, which is, gives me an idea. I should probably put a checklist together of of these fifty. 51 episodes so people can actually go through that and if they wanted to build their own set right and see what they want to cover and what's important to them right yeah that way they can look at it <clears throat> excuse me look at it in a snapshot right exactly and, uh, and then maybe what we could do is uh, and here we are brainstorming yeah, but, <laughs> so um, entrepreneurs do. I know. What we could do is do a, uh, a run of show, right, of all the episodes and then hyperlink them to the episode themselves. So somebody can come into that page and just go, boom, go to that episode. Exactly. And, you know, as we get more sophisticated ourselves, because we took this as a learning project, too. I mean, we, you know, obviously... I've done, I've, I've lived through these episodes and I've prepped for all these episodes. So I do, um, you know, I feel like I, I'm, I've gotten better at it, but I had to start somewhere and I wasn't doing everything perfectly. I still feel like my lighting situation can be better. So there, we're still constantly in this, um, in this phase of improving day after day. So that's what I want to also encourage audiences that, you know, Let's not be intimidated by the fact that there's all these episodes. Just pick those three first ones, the episode, go to episode 25 and start there. And I'm going to create a checklist for and a run of show, as, as Rick was mentioning here, so that you have a guide and that might actually keep you more organized. So definitely don't, um, don't feel like it is too much to do because you don't have to do it all, all at once. And, um, just as we just wrapped up on uh, episode 25, the three main building blocks, we went into a really cool series right after that, the Mindset Series. So this was part of my desire to bring the audience um, awareness that people can see through your um, your mental uh, presence. If you aren't showing up confidently, if you don't feel like you deserve to be on camera to give good information, if you don't feel like you uh, have earned the spot to teach your audience, it shows on camera. So you have to really get that mindset right. And the episode 26 through episode uh, 31 were dedicated, those, those episodes were dedicated to looking at mindset from all different angles. We looked at mindset the way have your mindset shapes your business and how people can actually see through, um, you know, your mindset if you're not really living, um, living what you're teaching. Uh, we talk about meditation and how meditation can actually lead to up leveling your mindset. We talked about the entrepreneurial mindset and how important that is and how tough that can be and the power of the pivot. So how do you how what how do you get into the right m mindset to pivot when you need to? Because most important thing for an entrepreneur to have is that adaptability quotient. 
And in order to have the adaptability quotient, um, you have to be able to be in a mindset where you are able to kind of shoot from the hip and pivot when needed and adjust quickly. Episode 30 was about how to be, we, we really, we talked to a super athlete uh, who is a triathlete over and over again, who's done amazing physical challenges. And he told us about how that mindset can be attained, that where do you have to go in your head to have that physical uh, physical ability, to have that physical mindset so that you can break through um, and and really be mentally strong to create, to, to achieve those physical challenges that you set out to do. And we concluded those that series with um, emotional quotient and how emotional quotient is so key to mindset with Phil Black, um, who is a coach and a mentor of mine, and who really dug deep into that. And we had such a great conversation on that episode. And then we shifted gears back to the visual presence um, of the entrepreneur. And we talked about makeup for women of color, because again, um, makeup for women of color with the skin tones, the deeper skin tones requires a different kind of specialty. And we had a makeup artist and a photographer come on the show and really talk about the challenges and talk about the solutions for those challenges. Then we talked uh, about how leading a team remotely is a really important thing. How do you lead a team uh, remotely and be successful? Because it's hard, uh, you know, so it really is... Um um, really important to, to think about it differently when you're leading a team when it comes to doing it remotely, okay? Um, then episode 34 covered... Uh, brought on two leaders of two different types of companies and how they lead. How do they lead so that they can succeed and keep their co their team cohesive? Great show because it really put into practice how, um, how it actually can be done. We talked about it being important, and then we talked about how people do it, which was really great application of the prior show. And then uh, we talked about hosting a virtual event, which is something that everybody's done um, since we've gone virtual and the co companies are getting better and better at it. And in fact, I will be interviewing some guests in the next season on um, some high level um, uh, event coordinators who really will show us and tell us how their process works. Uh, then we went into camera charisma with the amazing actor, um, uh, you know, Jesse uh, Melanowski, who came and gave us all these tips on how to do it right. And I'm going to ask Rick to, to get back on here and tell us what he thought about camera charisma because he deals with entrepreneurs all the time um, when they are uh, when they're showing up on camera and, the, and, and how they act and how they react to the camera. Jesse was awesome. I mean, I, uh, I was, I was high, highly impressed. And I can see why he leads a lot of these high-end um, conferences because he's just got so much energy. He's just very, very natural and uh, just captivating, you know. And so, um, if if you don't think that you need, don't don't think that you need to be like Jesse. If uh, 
um, if, if you see his episode, because you don't, just use your own character, enhance it, and just, you know, go with that because that's you. Don't try to be somebody else that you see. That's just him, right? Uh, Christine has a different personality on camera. I have, you know, she has a diff much different personality than I do on camera. And so just go with your own gut, um, gut feeling and, and just be natural because that's what people pick up on. Right. And I may have skipped a little bit ahead, actually, because I got really excited to, to Jesse. But before that, I was talking about leading a team remotely uh, in episode 33 and the and, and team members that came on that really showed us how they lead. And then we talked in episode 35. So I'm going back a little bit. Rewind because mm. I skipped <laughs> forward too much. Uh, uh, waist down wardrobe. Where we talked about all these different options for waist down wardrobe that you can stay comfortable in and and be able to, you know, still work this full day from the office. We talked about healthy eating at the desk and gave a lot of tips of great companies that can create meals, meal prepping for you, and you can actually stay eating pretty healthy at the desk. And one of my favorite episodes was episode 37 with Maggie Kathy and Marisa Campbell, where we talked about collagen for the camera and how that you know, collagen, again, helps enhance the way you your face looks on camera and is a really amazing um, supplement for not just your face, but your joints. And, and the, the, the product that we talked about in episode 37 is an amazing product, hands down, one of the best collagens on the market. And then we went into the, you know, episode 38 with your virtual handshake and um, talked about you know, in the real world or when you're outside in the traditional world, you actually can shake somebody's hand. And that handshake is such a key uh, point to connecting with somebody. Uh, it's a major, um, ma major touch point, but you can't do that when you're in a virtual setting, right? So we really talked about how do you extend your hand and do a, a, a um, effective virtual handshake. And then we had a really fun episode with Nairi Collegian of um, Lovella Bridal, the wedding fashion expert. And she talked about how her business uh, during a time where everything went virtual was affected. And how do you stay, say yes to the dress from a virtual setting? And what can you do to really um, help uh, brides do this virtual, get ready virtually you know, when you're stuck in a business that really it's very hard to go virtual, you have to like fit that dress like a glove. So cannot be done, but there are ways to get the process going and keep it going until you can actually be physically in the same space. Um, Lisa Blaisdell, uh, a, a dynamic entrepreneur, uh, talked about, um, you know, not being shy on camera. She's an entrepreneur that uses, uh, you know, um, video all the time, whether it be TikTok or going live on Instagram and Facebook to promote her business. And she's done amazing things in a very short period of time to uplevel her business, increase, um, increase her community and really um, reach high levels in the business that she's in. And again, we went to a very favorite topic of mine, which is the customer experience, the customer experience and how to enhance a customer experience through the lens, which, you know, that was episode 41. And that's one of the things, again, I'm so dedicated to, I think one of the most important things as a business owner that you should do is create an amazing customer experience where your customers don't feel like, you know, um, they're second citizens to another new customer where you don't forget about them once you engage them, but you all always are keeping them um, 
you know, keeping them in mind at every touch point. And then we did another fun one uh, with uh, Madeline Jawahar, where she talked in episode 42 about her very own business of creating these custom vacations to Italy and how um, the whole world shutting down affected her business, how she pivoted and what she was able to create her certification program that she was able to create completely online. And that is a really good episode to watch if you're trying to create something online that will reach more than just your immediate circle, but reach out nationally and maybe even globally. And on episode 43, we talked about the show about the show, which was kind of a fun show. We talked about the basics that went into creating Waste Up Wardrobe. And episode 44 is where we picked up with host a virtual event and followed by Camera Charisma that we just spoke about. And in episode 46, we started transitioning back into the you know traditional world. So people were like, well, how are we going to transition? We're so used to being on virtual now. And we talked a little bit about how to transition, who's going to transition, and if it's going to be a, a full transition or not. And it was a very interesting episode because it kind of was a checkpoint about, you know, waste up wardrobe and it's, longevity. Is it going to be something that's lasting? And I'm here to tell you that the virtual way of working is not going away, but it will change. We will have hybrid offices. And we talked all about that in episode 46. Episode 47 was when I had an amazing personal stylist, uh, Kiki, and she came on here and we were basically had uh, a heart to heart Stylist to stylist, confessions of a stylist. And we talked about deep things, that deep, the soul of styling. And it was a very special episode. And um, on episode 48, we talked about how do we get the team excited about being a team, right? And how do we get them inspired and motivated to work together when they don't see each other in an office setting because that is a challenge we talked about all these ideas for games that you can do events you can hold celebrations you can do meetups where you you're eating lunch or happy hour together so lots of ideas there to really enhance the team building experience and then we got to episode 49 as we neared sort of the end of the year. And 49, again, was dedicated to um, what, where can I start? Of course, I told you in episode four, 25, there's three key building blocks to creating a very successful Zoom office. But if you want to go one step further, the bare minimum six building blocks are really, really important. And so in addition to the three building blocks of what to wear, what your lighting design should be, what your set should be and designed as. And we take it three blocks further, three more building blocks, and we add technology, accessories, hair and makeup, and skincare. And those th six building blocks can be um, a great way to get started. And as a Waste Up Wardrobe host, I created a product where I can guide you through each one of those building blocks step-by-step. Step. And again, you'll find the link to wasteupwardrobe.com in the comments so that you can add that in there. Uh, you, uh, we're going to add that in there so that you can click on it and go right to the products page and see if any of those would help you um, enhance your, your virtual office experience. In episode 50, we talked about some, oh my gosh, 
things that happen when you're dealing with technology, Murphy's law, you know, when things go wrong <laughs> with technology, cause it happened to me and it was mortifying. And I think I still have PTSD from it, but it happens and we have to give ourselves grace. People know that technology is technology. And as much as it enhances our life, it also uh, can be stressful at times when it doesn't work the way we expect it to. And so we really dug deep in that. And then in episode 51 last week, we went behind the scenes of Waste Up Wardrobe. And the reason we did that is because here we are talking about how to create almost a perfect setting in the box of the Zoom box. But as we know, life is not perfect, right? Just as we discussed in episode 50, 50 with Murphy's Law. And what happens outside of the box is nothing near perfect. It is a messy process. There is a lot of junk behind the scenes. But we don't have to worry about that when we're showing up on camera. We really just have to focus on showing up in the Zoom box, being very successful and very on point, very professional. And um, and that is really all we have to think about, knowing full well that life isn't perfect and there is really no perfect setting, right? You just have to do the best you can. And that was episode 51, which brought us to today, episode 52, where we are doing this whole year in review. And I want to bring uh, Rick up one more time here because I want his um, input on how the 52 episodes felt from a producer's perspective and um, and anything else you want to add, Rick, as we head into year two of Waste Up Wardrobe, we're going to be bringing all sorts of topics in terms of how to, you know, um, throw and host um, a virtual event entrepreneurs who dominate from behind the desk, entrepreneurs who do it really well, entrepreneurs have made mistakes. Uh, we are we are dedicated to bringing on an optometrist or ophthalmologist to talk about the effects of being on camera on our eye health. So there's so many more episodes still to come, but tell us what your, um, your, your wrap up in a nutshell is now having produced the show for a year for me. Well, I think the most important thing is that you really need to, to be organized and that <clears throat> regardless of the guests, regardless of the topic, uh, it, you really have to put some thought into pre-production. And, you know, as a, as a uh, producer or if you want to call it a showrunner, uh, you know, I assist Christine in kind of looking at the things that maybe she's not she's not familiar with or doesn't hadn't had to pay attention to in the past and so from a production standpoint from a studio uh standpoint in order to make the production go smooth and look really good there is a lot of pre-planning to it and you know it took a little bit of it took a little bit to kind of um, get into a rhythm of what that plan uh eventually became you know now now it's pretty solid and it's very repeatable for us and so we can come in and and produce the show pretty pretty easily but in the beginning there was a lot of processes that we had to go through a lot of growing pains that we had to go through together uh to to make it what it is today and so very very important i mean you you and i've seen we've seen sitcoms for example right if you watch the very first season to the end of the season huge difference 
uh, not only from a, uh, an actor standpoint where they're super comfortable, their character has developed, um, the, maybe the scenes look different because of the way they shoot it. Well, this is no different. You know, you, you're going to sound much better uh, after a several episodes or a season of episodes versus when you first started, right, than the first two. So, yep. you know, just, just, just remember, you're going to get into your comfort zone. You're going to get into a rhythm. Uh, and pe- people will appreciate that because, you know, expect to make mistakes, because you are and because we're live it'll always happen regardless if you you don't think it will or not it's 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 like golf we in order to play really well you just minimize your mistakes you know because right. it, it's not golf's not a perfect game neither is neither is live streaming yeah know, or podcasting and yeah. so you just want to do everything you can to minimize the mistakes and you'll you'll pull off a great production Exactly. And, you know, you have a different eye completely, that production eye, because um, you, you're saying you looking at you know, sitcoms with the, uh, you know, the first season to the end season. And as a viewer, actually, I never noticed the difference. Like, I didn't notice that. But as a producer, it's interesting how you see the development of the character. Like, I think for, for the viewer, it's subliminal, right? But you're looking at it from the technical standpoint. So I think that's a really good point. And I do feel like my character developed over time. And I do feel like um, I got better at certain things. And I definitely got more comfortable. I mean, I, I don't really hesitate to go live now, which, you know, at the beginning, it was hard. It was very hard, you know. So, um, I think that um, I think everything you said is absolutely true. And I just want to wrap up with the Well, first, I'm going to wrap up with the Waste of Wardrobe Weekly wrap up, which is watch this episode because this is a table of contents for how you can really focus in a checklist, if you will, of how to really create the best, take the best features and create your outstanding Zoom room. And <clears throat> the major takeaway is get started. It, you know, you don't have to do it all 51 tips, right? But get started, start with the first three building blocks and start your Zoom room. And I guarantee you that going live, if you do it consistently for a long period of time, you will get more comfortable at it. And here's the thing, going live is really important for business owners and um, and people who are, are entrepreneurs because it helps you market your business. It helps you increase your circle of influence. It helps build a community. It is so important in our 21st century. So definitely, definitely don't neglect. Um, don't, don't be afraid. In other words, just get started. And if you don't want to start a full blown show, just get started by going on Facebook live consistently, consistently, and that will grow and you'll get to develop your personality on camera. So there you have it, the Waste Up Wardrobe weekly wrap-up and the Waste Up Wardrobe yearly wrap-up in a nutshell. Join us next week as we bring you a whole series on how to start your very own podcast. And we are going to take you from A to Z on how to get started if you are thinking about it and what are the things to consider, the do's and don'ts, and bring a friend. <laughs>